Hi there, my name is Penny Gabor, and I am a landscape painter in the medium of alcohol ink. I tell people that alcohol ink is a little bit like life. You get to embrace the unexpected and keep working at it until something of beauty emerges. You can find me in my studio at the Art Hub at Spring, or you can find me online at www.pennygaborart.com. You are listening to The Borderline. Creatives. Creatives. Your host, Marnie Stone. Good afternoon, good day, and I am here with Penny Gabor, artist extraordinaire. Penny, thanks for taking time to speak with me this afternoon. It's my pleasure, Marnie. I'm so excited for what you guys are doing here in the city. Yes, we are so glad that you chose to reside here in Sault Ste. Marie, and how long have you been here now? Um, Just over three years, so yeah, came in the end of August of 2019. And where were you coming from? We came from the prairies, small town in Saskatchewan. So the rocks and trees and water were all very exciting to all of us. (laughs) I bet. Did you grow up in the prairies? No. um, My husband and I are both from southern Ontario and we moved to the prairies with our four kids then and had two more while we were out there and have come back to Ontario. Well, we're so glad that you chose Sault Ste. Marie. We're very grateful that that you're here and your art is just beautiful. What got you started in your artistic journey? Well, like most artists, I think, it was just something that was in me from the beginning. Uh, As a child, like, yeah I just I just did it all you know Um, when when I was in high school I wanted to be an artist this would be back in the late 80s I guess and I think while I would say my family was really supportive in everything that I did artistically I think we just didn't really know how to make that a career And so I went on a tour of an art college in Southern Ontario. And I, I guess I would say I came out a little traumatized. (laughs) I was just really surprised by what I saw. And at the time there, whether it was just the exhibition or whether it was that year or whatever was happening, uh, that tour that my high school class took Uh, The art was just really dark and kind of gory and a little disturbing to me. And I came out of there thinking I could never be an artist because I can't make that kind of art. It's too sad, too dark. Yeah. And and it was a little, um, I think I was shy enough that I didn't really know to talk to anybody about that or ask questions. And so I just sort of shifted gears and I... I took art classes in in university, but I studied my next favorite thing, which was 
kind of health-related things, and I did a phys ed degree. So it wasn't until um, until my kids got old enough that I could spread out a little bit with my art supplies that I kind of got back into painting specifically. Along the way, I did every fad going, like again, you name it, and I did it. And what, and what types of things would that have been? Were you yeah. acrylic, watercolor, collage? Yeah, I just, so I did folk art painting and stained glass and quilting and just any, as long as I was creating, I was happy. So, I mean, I just never really considered it as a career again until these later years. And um, yeah, so I guess it was actually when my husband got... Um, a new office and he said hey I need a painting you know <laughs> and he loves uh, the AJ Casson um, the Eastern White Pine painting so I Fabulous. thought oh I'll just you know paint him a copy of that kind of thing and I was really surprised by how people that he worked with responded to that and I had such a great time doing it I made a little space for that does it still hang in his office? Uh, no, because I got him, I painted him an original, a Penny Gabor original that hangs in his office now. <laughs> but my son took that one. So. Oh, nice. It's still in the family. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. And so things evolved after your children got a little bit older. And how do you think it all came to the style that you practice today? Wow, that's a very loaded question. Um, yeah, so I mean, I originally went back to acrylics, which is what I had mostly worked in uh, earlier on. And I was just really kind of playing around. And, and, you know, in the beginning, usually you're just copying what other people do. You're kind of like, oh, that looks like a fun one. I'll try and do that. And you're, and you're trying to figure out what you paint like by painting what other people paint like that you like if that makes sense and um, anyway one day I think I I don't know if I was on Pinterest or YouTube or somewhere out there in in the internet world I saw something that looked a little bit like watercolor but was just so intense in color and I was like that can't be watercolor what is that so I kind of started a bit of a search and it took me a few days to figure out what exactly it was and it turned out to be alcohol inks beautiful so yeah it was probably you know October November and so I told my family this is all I want for Christmas <laughs> find me these inks <laughs> so that's what I got <laughs> and you started on your alcohol ink method yeah well I mean it took a while to figure them out they are um, they definitely work differently than paint per se and even watercolor because they have this alcohol base so there's a bit of a chemistry thing that happens and I often tell people if you really like control this may not be your medium because mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I find for me when it works best is when I'm responding to the things that are happening and I'm letting something emerge and I get to guide it as opposed to going in with this very strict idea of what it has to be then I find I just get frustrated so but that has that's been a bit of a journey to get there I bet for sure. and so what guided you along the way did you have 
anything that that you could reference to learn more about the technique was was it YouTube was it other alcohol ink creators well when I started there was just really not a lot about alcohol ink anywhere so yes I watched everything that was available on YouTube that I could find and so a lot of it was just really um, exploring and trying new things and and felt like every painting was like a different style in a sense because it was experimenting and trying new things and I think there were two things that really spurred me on in that and um, one was the Saskatchewan Craft Council has this just really it's just in a really incredible resource for artists in Saskatchewan specifically but um, yeah so I contacted them and you have to be juried in and and I said but jurying wasn't happening for probably three or four months and so I said could I just bring a couple pieces over and someone could just tell me like don't quit your day job dear like this is fun <laughs> but you know or you know give me a pointer or two because I really I don't know anybody who's doing this and I don't know where to go kind of thing. And uh, they were so encouraging. They just Wonderful. made me feel like, okay, like I, I have found something here. And, and that was really encouraging. And then another time I was at a little art market craft sale and a lady came up to me and she just said, wow, you have found your medium. And I didn't really, like, I didn't know this person, but she, you know, she just had the courage, I guess, to speak that. It's wonderful to have that validation, isn't it? It is. Mm -hmm, to encourage you to keep going and, and look what you've created. You're, it's just incredible. It, it's, it's certainly not dark and dismal like you saw in your <laughs> high school experience. There is such joy in each one of your creations they just make you so happy they make me happy when I look mm. at them and it must be so much fun to be able to spend time creating these pieces each day yes I certainly feel blessed um, I I did work a desk job for a few years before I really took art as serious like seriously as a career and um it was probably partly that job that pushed me more in this direction right was I just realized you know that I wasn't made to sit at a desk and and plunk away on a computer all day every day and you know cre creating was something that was happening anyway like I had always squeezed it into somewhere in my life and it was um you know, it's kind of like being hangry. If you're too hungry, you get stressed. And for me, I if I go long enough without creating, I actually feel stress. It's it's hard to explain to people who don't feel that, but it's it's a real thing. So yeah, you need to create. Mm -hmm. And so, how was your experience through COVID as an artist? What was that the last couple of years? How was that for you? And how did you get through it? Mm, that is a great question. Um, well, we had just moved to Sault Ste. Marie about uh, about six months before COVID started. So I 
I was trying to figure out where the art community was and looking for other people to connect to. And I didn't feel like I was having a lot of luck. And then, like you say, the world shut down. And, um, and the first part of that, I think I thought, okay, you know, we'll be here for a few months. I'll just use this time to paint and, you know, get better at what I'm doing. And, um, and so that was, that was really great for a while. And then it just got really lonely because, you know, you're sitting in your basement and creating and paintings are piling up and there's nowhere to go and no one to show them to you. And you're starting to think, what am I doing this for? And um, it was probably, I think it was April of 2020 when I found this group called Mastrius. And they were a group of artists who were trying to build an online mentorship program for artists. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is what I need. I just need a community. I need to talk to people about art and, you know, show it to people and have them tell me how I could make it better or, you know, what what is the next step in, you know, your art practice, just, just support kind mm -hmm. of thing. So I joined them in April of 2020 and that was, that was huge. A game changer. Yes, for sure. And they are, um, yeah, you join, you join to study under a master, but there is a maximum of eight students and you stay t together as long as you want and you can switch masters, but you just keep being mentored every month. And in between, we also meet as a group and talk and it's just been great. Like I actually have friends now all over North America, um, who are artists at, at similar places in our journey. And it's really fun to cheer each other on and lift each other up. And have you had a chance to meet any of them in person now that we're able to, to get around a little bit more? Yeah. Well, I happened to be in Kelowna just a few weeks ago. And one of the women who's an artist in Texas also happened to be in Kelowna and I just Love posted it. something on Instagram and she's like oh, we're in the same city like oh. we have to meet so that was really fun synchronicity yes yeah that's wonderful and Masterius is a Canadian born idea isn't it yes it is uh Julie and Mike DeBoer from Calgary Julie DeBoer is an artist out there and it is their um yeah, they're brainchild. Brainchild, exactly. And uh, they have put this together and had an incredible response. There are master artists who are mentoring from all over North America and slowly like growing out into the world. I think there's um, some from Australia and the UK and different places. That's so wonderful. It is. I think we should invite them to Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, and have them come and and have a chat with our art community. They and would love that. Show them the art hub at Spring, and we would love to host them here. Yeah, we'll leave that with you. Okay, <laughs> I will talk to them. <laughs> have your people yeah. talk to their people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, 
you have a an evening with Penny Gabor coming up this Friday at the Art Hub at Spring, where your your studio you have a studio space there. Yes, I do. And the Art Hub is hosting uh, an evening with you Friday, December the second, from six to nine. Mm-hmm. And we invite those near and far to come and and see your work in real life and have a chat with you. Yeah. And see your studio space. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Yes, it's going to be a lovely evening. Yeah. And do you think there is a chance that you would ever want to offer any workshops for people that might want to learn alcohol ink technique? Yeah, absolutely. I have done have done a couple. I did one online and I did one right before COVID shut down or shut us down, yeah. And um yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think a lot of people are interested in the medium mm-hmm. and it might be something nice to consider to offer others to I would love to try it. Yeah. I think it would be um probably frustrating because they wouldn't be as good as yours. <laughs> <laughs> but so fun to just try and explore how the ink moves mm-hmm. and the colors. Something that I often tell people is that um, our culture focuses an awful lot on finished product. And one of the most beautiful things about art is that the process itself is incredibly valuable. And so often, um, really incredible healing and self-discovery come from play and experimentation and just um, letting yeah letting things unfold a little bit and not worrying so much about it needs to look like that or be as good as and and putting that pressure on yourself yeah Yeah. just enjoy the process exactly who would you say has been the most inspirational person in your journey so far hmm hmm Well, there are many, for sure. Um, I have really appreciated one of, I'm gonna pick two, okay? (laughs) You can pick two. Okay. Uh, One of my mentors in Mastrius, his name is Doug Swinton. He is an artist in Calgary and he owns Swinton Art Supplies. And he has just had such a joyful, easygoing approach to our sessions and he has really embraced the alcohol ink medium like he doesn't have any experience with that but he has been just really great in exploring how to help me get better at it anyway and the second person I would say is I took an online course this summer with uh, a UK artist named Louise Fletcher and uh, the course The course was called Find Your Joy, and then the second part of it was called Find Your Voice. And the joy part of it was what really drew me because I think sometimes as artists we get bogged down into it has to look like this or I need it to sell or, you know, we have all these parameters around uh, what we need it to be when it's finished. And Louise just has this really beautiful way of reminding you that 
you know, we do this because it's in us and we, and we need to do it, but we also need to let go of all of those um, expectations beforehand and actually just play and experiment and push ourselves to do things, you know, with different tools or, you know, add a different medium or try something that uh, hasn't been a part of our practice just to keep things fresh and new and that has really that was really helpful to me this summer a little nudge yeah and I think too it gave me confidence that I don't need to keep painting the same all the time that I can that I will grow and evolve and change over the years because I'm always working on something new and and that will keep my work fresh in a sense Mm -hmm. Well, it's just beautiful, and thank you again for taking time to speak with me this afternoon. I'm really looking forward to your highlight session at the Art Hub at Spring, and we're really so grateful that you decided to settle in Sault Ste. Marie and grace us with your lovely art. And we look forward to seeing more of what you create and keep shining, Penny Gabor. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Marnie. I'm just really, really thankful for what you guys have done here and how you have such a heart for the arts and supporting artists. So thank you. Well, the world needs more art. Absolutely. (laughs) Let's try and give it some more. Absolutely. Thanks, Penny. You can find me in my studio at the Art Hub at Spring, or you can find me online at www.pennygabor.com. We are the borderline. This program is sponsored by the Art Hub at Spring and the Artesian on Queen Street, downtown Sault Ste. Marie. Music on today's program provided by Nicholas Luck and Melody Moffitt. Thank you for listening to Creatives with Marnie Stone.